Hi, I'm Danny Butler. Hi, I'm Sandy Plenty. I am Stu Day. Hello. And this is the Trial Tube Podcast. So we're back again with another episode, and uh, obviously <laughs> coming in your ears for the uh, for the third. It's going to become a catchphrase. They're going to be riding around a trial, and somebody's going to whiz past, going "Coming in your ears." <laughs> Can we make stickers? <laughs> yes, coming in your ears. Trial Tube Podcast. And uh, if you're basically if you're listening to uh, this right now, and you are behind the wheel, please concentrate on the road and try your best not to uh, crash the car like I do. <laughs> uh, crash a bike. Um, <laughs> Obviously, you can get a hold of the Trial Tube podcast on Spotify, Apple, and if you want to watch the action, you good can... old fashioned YouTube. That's it, right? I say old fashioned YouTube, yeah. the uh, the social media platform that is actually a search engine and not a platform. But once again, we have back with us um, the plentiful Sandy Plenty. Now you do know you are only one letter away from a porn star name, don't you? <laughs> Which uh, letter? The first one. If you put it as an R instead of an S. Yeah, <laughs> I'm 45, and I've heard every version mm. of now, this. Says, says, <laughs> says me, Stu Day. All you've got to do is move the space, and I become stud. Hey, <laughs> oh my god! Times you use that one oh down the pub. Boom, is, boom. Is that your chat up? Is that what you you, you hey. used that as a chat up line, haven't you? Stud. <laughs> we're not even getting going. No, we're not yours. going. going. No, don't start me. I know, right? Um, so, so yeah. Once again, the uh, we've. We've been graciously supported for this episode by the guys at Sorry UK, um, which, as we all know, is a new clothing brand to the scene. I'm going to say new because a lot of them have uh, been on the scene for a long time. However, it's taken the trial scene by storm. It has taken the trial scene by storm. You can have your bespoke cool stuff. Have it how you want it. Yeah, it's. Uh, I think that's... I think it's something that should have been done much sooner that's... because everybody wants their own full factory look and full factory gear, you know. Um, we'll get onto the word factory and, and what that really not? means. Why not loot the cool kitty in the photo? Yeah. Why not? I think the aim of it from, from our standpoint is to to try and give the, the club and rider, the expert rider, the club rider, that factory feel with their, their local sponsor, their local motorbike shop, whatever, their name on the back. We can do that quickly. And do you know what it does? It makes them feel a little bit more connected to the sport. They love it. Yep. I think it's a really, really important, cool thing. We, you hit the nail on the head. Should have been done yonks ago. Yeah, back in the day really in, the, in the late nineties when the, <laughs> the one piece suit was coming through. Yep. Um I think there was only two kids that had one piece suits then. Who one was me. Uh I had one from Scott Leathers. And then I had another one that looked a little bit cooler. It was and I actually rode for Scott Leathers at the same time as Doug Lampkin rode for Scott Leathers in nineteen ninety six. Uh, I bought a Hebo one. You bought a Hebo suit, one. And I wore it once at a Mac Trials Club, and I had the absolute rip out of me, and I've never worn it since. That's not like you. I thought you'd have just. I thought you would have just more. carried on and just everybody worn it. Everybody just. Yeah. Everybody's eyes just dropped at my package, <laughs> and I felt really uncomfortable. I weren't as confident back then. So, so you know, no. do you want me to start making them again? Or? Maybe. I'll have to shift a bit of timber out middle though, or I'm going. I'd I think love another cool. one piece suit. I think like mm. even my so we say top and trouser <clears> attire <throat> that I wear now is almost one piece suit inspired. I really like the like the pro trousers that yeah, were yeah, before yeah. that came before that were almost like half a one piece suit. Yeah. Just so you know, ladies, wearing a one piece suit is like the best. Oh, it's so comfy. It's so comfy. Yeah. Like 
I don't care if you're a trials rider and you want to wear the like the baggy trouser look and all this. And you're do you like, remember back in the day, Anson did a purple one to match so the purple. So the other rider, when we were kids, who had a one piece suit, I know. was James Dable. Okay, and it was an Anson one that was a throwback or a carbon copy, shall we say? Uh, from what I can remember, you know, I'm sure Dibs will correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, but it looked very similar to the one-piece suit of Doug Lampkin in 95. Right. And it had Anson down the down the very thighs. Cool. Anson as a brand actually made all of the gear back then for Beta, for uh, Hamilton Yamaha. And then, okay. they went, and then they went, poof, gone. Yeah. Okay, Just so like why that. don't we put in the comments below, do you want the one-piece suit to come back or not? 100% <laughs> yes on my vote. Yeah, I'll be I'll be commenting on that one a yes. You know? I will lose timber so I don't look like a Ribena berry if I wear a purple one. From a manufacturing standpoint, TBC. TBC. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> nice. From the, uh... So um, what inspired you to take the... Oh, I am sorry, UK, and I'm... That's a good question, there. actually. Um, the honest, honest answer is um, my late mum who passed away... Three years ago now, bless her cotton socks, left me uh, a little bit of money. It wasn't a huge amount of money. It was uh, um, less than 10K. Uh, it's still a good amount of money. I thought, what am I going to do with it? Should I put it into the mortgage? Nah. What can I do with it? What can I do? I just waited, waited, waited. He dodged the bullet there, didn't he? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And my buddy, um, Ian Smart, he was the Sorry UK. He um, You know, he started it. He's the one that got in touch with Sora in Spain, brought it over. So I have to give him credit for that. He started to Fair get play. the ball rolling. He was a nice guy. Still is. Yep. Top bloke. Really so nice guy. I thought, right, he said, do you want to, he knows that kind of the marketing side of thing is my passion and, and the bit I really enjoy. Uh, I thought, why not? Yeah, do you know what? I'm going to do that. So I built a Sora UK website, took some photos, just and it's just evolved. And over. jumped in. I did, I did. Good and, lad. And learned, and I've made mistakes. Uh, and I'm do. trying to... Sponsored a dodgy YouTuber. <laughs> all the trials they kick, all the trials they instruct. Yeah, yeah, boom, yeah. Boom. It's great having you guys on board, and it's great having Ben Butterworth on board. You know, that man's got more custom kits than I think uh, any other. I'm going to be honest, I am very jealous of Ben's aerial Sora kit. Yes. He listened to that. That was like, uh, just so you know, Ben's once again off camera. He's literally sat there, so uh, he, he can hear me, um, you know, blowing smoke up him. But the... Uh, yeah, his aerial Sora kit yeah, is, a, special. It is a proper cool set of kit. And it, it just shows you, it doesn't matter what scene you're in, whether it's the modern scene, the twin shock scene, the pre-65 kit, you can tailor it to loot right for that machine. Yeah. And that is brilliant, I think. And what we that's a good point. What we try and do, Stu, is uh, the customer, or, or in your case, the business, mm -hmm. whoever, they get in touch and I see what their idea is and we try and develop it with the customer. So... Yes, I need it to be this color to match this bike. I'd like this logo, and, and we just go back and forth, back and forth. And once the design's dialed in, we're we're over the moon with ours. It's just fantastic. Yours looks amazing, and, actually. And uh, you were so good with the. I just want to alter this. Boom! What about that? Yes, that's but you've got that nice personal touch to it as well, which is we. It's it's important, isn't it? I think what the, what the I suppose the defining quality is, um, because you know, full disclosure when. Um, when I started to ride in Sora kit back when Ian was still part mm -hmm. of the part of the Sora UK um, side of things, the the first lots of kit that came through because I was doing the the, the reviews, you know, mm. uh, and I was I was always wearing I was wearing S3 kit at the time, mm -hmm. but I'm also a, a, a contracted rider for Alpine Star for, for the mountain bike side, so it was 
basically Alpine Star weren't bothered and I could just wear trials kit for when I'm riding a trials bike. You know, yeah, it's, yeah. it's no big deal. I'm not on a mountain bike, whatever. Um, they don't make trials motorcycle kit, Alpine Star, apart from the boots, obviously. Yeah. Which, you know, Alpine Star, if you're listening, I really like my boots, yeah? <laughs> um, really good. <laughs> I like them too. Everybody. I'm a size 11. <laughs> and, ben, and Ben really likes his boots as well. Yeah. Uh, and Sandy is wearing... Gern. Yeah, <laughs> I love Gern. I, yeah. I, I, I was big a, fan of Gern. A, a style yeah. Martin boy, and I've had, must have had dozens of pairs of them. You find the boot I, that fits. I, yeah. Yeah, you do. <laughs> the shoe, the shoe. If the shoe fits, boys. Cinderella. If the shoe fits, yeah, if the shoe fits. Um, I don't mind a Gern, actually. I rode in Gern when I was a kid. Um, <clears throat> again, good boot brands. There's not many of them, and it's good. That it's good kit ones. and this bad kit. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's no and in between. It. There's good and kit and there's bad kit. There's, there's plenty of good kits out there as well. You know, I'm not saying Sora's the absolute best. It's one of the best, in my opinion. Yeah. And also, our uh, ability to make custom kit, I feel, is is uh, one of our strong arms. There's uh, also, I think there's been an evolution of the brand as well. Most definitely. in the beginning, in the beginning, it Average. needed work. It needed mm. work, you know. Um, but now, I, I had a night and day set. difference. And they were a bit saggy in all the wrong places. Mm -hmm. And now the kit that comes through is nice. And the dry flex that's just coming through now, which uh, your new kit that we're currently making for you, that's that's even better that's again. That's right, you hit so it here first. I've got a new and kit, people. And, and adapting as they go. Yeah, but it's the only Fantastic. way. You listen, to, listen to criticism, build, get better. Yeah. It's the only way. And also, you know, sometimes I can't reply to my emails as quick as I should. I do have another job. Doing my best. So if you're watching this and you're waiting for a reply, I'll do it as soon as I finish this episode. That's all any of us can do our best. So you're having, having some trick stuff up. This is uh, Sandy's new bike. And when I say new, it's not been ridden yet. Yeah, we do have in the studio this week. Might ride it out of here. Yes. I mean, it's still got all the the, the virgin bubbles on the tyres and everything. Mm. I, I take it you're going to get yourself some very, very nice um, kit to I've make actually splendent on that. I've actually had the kit designed um hopefully we can make it come up on screen in just a second but yeah no i've had a black kit designed yeah oh, very nice no oh, stealth very i'm a big fan of that moody yeah very I'm, moody I'm, very I'm stealth a fan of the moody if you kit. are listening by the way right now we have in the studio this week um we've been joined by uh a ceramic dog on the table which uh, obviously charge <laughs> quite famous for putting up the the odd cutaway we um, found it we found it we found there. the actual dog and uh, we also have a brand new, supplied by uh, JSM, uh, Gas Gas GP250, which is uh, Sandy's new ride. It yep. is beautiful, isn't it? Look at that exhaust. Yeah, so it's the first one with the acroprovic exhaust. There's the, is it the three-way tech rear shock? Yeah, with the bigger um, chamber reservoir. At the bottom. Yeah. And we've got the Kashima-coated tech Oh, basically, he's gone full send, full pimp. Mm. We um we didn't quite know when Gas Gas obviously it had its troubled years. We didn't even know if the brand was going to survive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, I've I'm very much a Gas Gas fan. I love them. I, I compete on them. I use them on the school. And I, w I was a little bit worried. I'll be honest. And when we heard that KTM took it over, we knew there was going to be changes. Mm -hmm. And they, they 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 had a lot to sort out. And I, I personally think, wow, yeah, they have upped. The game. Got, I mean, let's be honest. Big. Time. I'd love to see some of the uh, cutaways. You know, when they like when I'm, when you make a video, most of mm. it ends up on the cutting room floor. I would have loved to see what would have ended up on the cutting room floor from old gas gas to new. I already know that like the mass 
cull of what was there to what was. Even the old, I say old factory, the factory that was on the side of the the main road just outside of Barcelona, it was still a nice building. Yeah. Yes. You know, it wasn't, it was nothing to sort of sneer at, but the new gas gas building looks like something out of the yeah, future. Yeah, the House of Brands. Yeah. It oh. really is. Amazing. And just, you can see the KTM influence. There's a lot of uh, Torx bolts on this bike. Um, it's quite an intuitive design. Oh, like, it's a KTM. I yeah. mean, it's a gas gas. And before you even run it, just when you grab it and and we wheeled it into here, mm-hmm. you just know that bike's it's built. Yeah, it's not thrown together. It's not a, it's a, a Friday afternoon siesta bike. Or, <laughs> We've all had which one. Which we all had. Yeah. We've all had. Um, the you know full well this this is a prime time dinner time Wednesday. Every single one is on it. Yeah. And build I, quality I like has that. definitely gone up. It's reassuringly quality. Quality control. As well. Yeah. I think that's the thing that when I went and did the uh, trial tube episode when we were at Gas Gas, yep. the thing, because yes, I wasn't allowed to film, by the way, there were certain areas of the factory really? that you're just not allowed to film in. When was that? Uh, last, not, end, yeah, last year. End of 22. No. Was it not? No, 23. Early. Early summer. Oh. Early summer, 23. Um, was that it? Yeah. They're super serious. Anyway, I was blown away mm. by the... A, the amount of bikes a, that they've already built, yeah. you know, the, the quality control, mm. the tooling, the the build sequence of putting one together. It, it just reminded me of like that build sequence of when they're at the start of, um, you know, the start of Terminator 2, where you see all the like T100s being put together. It was a bit like that. I was like, Christ almighty, this is a manufacturing plant. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, um, and the quality of the bikes and the finish... I think they've just come a long way. You know they're serious. They've got Busto on board. They've got a great program of other great riders coming through. These these guys are wanting to topple HRC. I mean, yeah, it's it's now. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. I think it's now KTM versus Honda. I agree. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's happening at a, a higher level and. And all mm. we're getting is better bikes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're the lucky ones. Yeah. We get the yeah. offshoot. Yeah. yeah, we get the better bikes that, mm. you know, because it has to be a production we, bike that's used. We to know a that Busto is doing testing on a fuel injected bike. Yes, there's been rumors, but that, uh, nothing substantiated. Nothing, Don't lose no, your mind. No, no, we're not. There's um, no proof to that. It's just the rumor mill. But there's a rumor mill. His so it shows how had... far with it also, this, uh, with this being incredible, they're still looking into the future and going, mm-hmm. can we make better? Can mm. we do better? What well, else can had... we do? They've had fuel injection on KTM now for a decade. So they, they were the pioneers with the TPI. Mm-hmm. They know what's right among. I mean, obviously that leads to another argument, uh, argument, conversation, conversation, topic, 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 um, debate. After, after we all saw from the fuel injecting to the carburation side of things, we all saw Adam Raga's bike at the DL12. Yes. Who'd have wrote that one? Controversial. Is it? Or I, not? I think... So from well, what I heard, your take. Well, so I, I spoke to the guys at Sherco mm-hmm. and um, at the, on the night or on the night, yep. on the night, feet away from the bike, um, which, you know, the guys at Sherco have been very supportive of the channel in the past. And they helped mm-hmm. me out with um, the last Sherco I had, mm-hmm. which wasn't a bad bike. It rode really nice. It did. It was light. Actually, you rode off on it once, I, Stuart, I, never came I, back. I, you, came, you were instructing on, on trials day with me and he walked up and I went, Whoa. Oh, nice, and I jumped on it, and I didn't return Into the sunset. <laughs> I said, <laughs> "Didn't I left, come back." I was I like, left, "I left Danny to carry on teaching," and I sodded off for half an hour. I was like, "I wonder I, if he's bringing my bike back." I came <laughs> back very, Happy. very impressed and surprised. Yeah, I think that, that bike bike's is, come, it's come a long way, you know. It fucking um, has. And 
So basically, as Sherco explained it, Adam tested a fuel-injected bike mm -hmm. days before. But obviously, he's come off a bike with a carb. Mm -hmm. They have built a bike with a carb for him for the evening. So because that's the style of power delivery he's used to. Yep. And they it's were building a bike that was just close to as they could. It's what he's done for the last could. 30 years. Yeah. It's it, what he knows. It's what he knows. And they will be changing him over to a fuel-injected bike in the future. Okay, so it was because new signing. Yeah. You know, the stage was set quite a, you know. Big stage, big stage. Isn't it? Hasn't had a massive amount of time no, to test Okay, so I get it now. So he's, it was just like, welcome to Sherco. We'll make you comfortable yeah. immediately, but we're going to get yeah. you onto the I personally injection. think he'd got his own favourite carburetor called Frank. And Frank <laughs> followed him from every bike to every bike. You never Why know, you know. Why bloke's name? It might have been Francesca. Mm. Mm. But the... Um... I just didn't want to... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, overall, let's be honest, if he's come off one style right, of bike, he's going to want to get to another bike and that bike be comfortable. He's not yes. going to want it to be yeah. any different. Um, there was plenty of comments. I even had comments uh, across Instagram, on the Trial Tube Instagram. DMs? Uh, no, 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 straight in the comments. Right. Are people saying to me, because I'm, I'm such an advocate for fuel injection in the past, that um, if Adam Raga says so, then obviously Danny Butler's full of it and all of this. So that was fine. But at the same time... Because I think that Sherco got a lot of flack because they're saying, does that then damage the marketability of the mm -hmm. fuel-injected bike for the future? Mm -hmm. And if they've just... If if you had a GP-level rider come to your brand and ask for a few things just for a little while, you'd give them that. Of, of course, course you would. Of course you would. You'd be daft not to have a rider of Adam's calibre and talent... And take them seriously. If, if he said, I want that bike painting yellow, you would... Yeah. Of course you would. Yeah. We've seen and weirder look things. How he, look how he rode it. Yeah. It is, yes, of place. course you would. Yeah, that's... He, he's only going to boost the brand. And I know massively. from a... Sorry there, Sandy. Sorry. I um, I know, after speaking directly with Emma Bristow, current world champion, many times mm -hmm. world champion, um, and also also for, just for giving Emma more props for the... Uh, for the blokes that like to highlight in the comments how wrong I am, I'm taking the onus off me. I know that Emma is staying on the fuel injected bike mm -hmm. yeah. and has rode the fuel injected bike all year to a world championship win. Mm -hmm. And at the British Championship, spanks most of the boys yes. in the class. Also, Phenomenal talent. Alice Minter on the orange version. Correct. Also riding, you know, fuel injected on the world stage, also in club trials near me, loving the bike. So, I think now you've explained why the carb was on the bike or your theory why. Well, not even sense. that. They, they just to told be, me. Yeah, told you straight. There has to be, because it was such a quick thing, there has to be a crossover period. Let's make just, him comfortable. Just to keep the rider A safe, yep. keep his confidence levels up. Which is the, that's, we see it in Formula One all yep. the time, one little thing and they, they lose their mind. Mm -hmm. And they're at a point of like incredible engineering mm -hmm. of those cars. Yep. Like, you know, I, I bet there's an engineer somewhere in a Formula One pit garage going, this guy's an idiot. Do you, do you know what I mean? Yeah. He's like, he doesn't know what he's on about. Yet again, he is a factory rider. That is a factory bike. We know factory bikes are not production bikes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It is it's absolutely fine. A factory decision. It is. Yeah. And I, it, how can it be bad for the brand? He just finished second. And we on all... his first ever outing. Yeah. And it was a stunning ride, a tactical masterful ride. How can that be bad for the brand? After, after TRS let him go. And that is an anomaly I cannot understand. 
well, might have been a fly on the wall when that went down. <laughs> we don't so, know so which way he went, do we? we, we, we so, I mean, for a start, Aniol Jalabert didn't get a ride at the DL12. Okay. No. We haven't seen him at many other indoors mm-hmm. this no. season so far. Not the invitational ones and such. We've seen a lot of riding on Instagram and he looks pretty... Uh, you know, he's Aniol Jalabert. He knows mm-hmm. what he's doing. Yeah. But at the same time, he's... Um, well, he's not at the indoors, is he? And do you know who else isn't at the indoors? You may, may may not have noticed. What? Sharoni Fajardo. No. What happened? Where'd he go? What happened? Um, is he in rehab? <laughs> is he in rehab? I'm not sure if he's in rehab. Breaking news. He, he raised Breaking two hearts New Year's Eve. Really <laughs> yeah. He might Fajardo. just be having a bit of time out, a bit of siesta. Well, time. who knows? He had a tough season last year, let's be honest. He had a neck yeah. injury. Yeah, well, that's not nice. I mean, it's even worse if you're riding into the section and can't pick your head up. And if mm. if anybody's rode high-level trials, they'll know that you have to look up because yeah. that's kind of where you need to go. If he has had some sort of compound fracture on a, on a vertebra, that is not a quick fix. I, as you know, I did that silly car yeah. crash. Yeah. I, he, he knocks you. Any yeah. sort of, of, fra- any sort he, of he major fracture. To get over, Maybe you know? he's picking his battles. He's choosing. Uh, and you know what? Wise of him than just wandering yeah. him. Yeah, why would he? Why would he want to go and do the yeah, indoors? And the cool. indoors is all big slams, yeah. big landings. Um, I don't think that would be wise for somebody no. who, who had a very what, serious what, back what injury. Age is oh, roughly. I don't know, but what I do know, I can't remember. You know that. Wait there, I'll, mid, I'll mid, ask our man, in, mid, our mid, man off mid, screen in mid, a minute to do some research for us. Live research, yeah. my live investigative journalism, <laughs> where we've just basically... Well, how old is Jerome Fardo? I don't know. know. You, you, when you're in your 20s, young 20s, you mend fast. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you do. And your bones are made of rubber and your brain's daft and you ride... Oh, Jerome's in his 30s, easy. That's what I'm saying. Mid to late. When you get... Ooh, what is he? Well, Justin, 39 years old. Is he... Re- well, do you know what? He's allowed to take exactly. and pick and choose his He can have ones. a beat, mate. Flipping Fair dues. <laughs> I tell you what, to, and, and likewise with, with Adam, riding at that level, mm-hmm. over 40 years old, what Reco- boy. Recovery doesn't come the what same. What a boy. Right, going to put this out there. Why are these riders still riding at this level at this point? Is it because trials, the youth trials contingent is struggling? That mm. is a very fair comment. These guys at the top level now have been, the sport's evolved. Mm-hmm. The sport is evolved. The techniques have evolved to such a high level. I don't think the youngsters can just come in and bang, have it. I mean, they're trying, but wow. I mean, Adam has his balance on the back wheel stood still and then um, leaping, that's not something you can just learn in a year or two. No. That's decade or two. But the the youngsters coming into trials now, they now they know trials as it is in this moment. Yes. Mm-hmm. Those riders have progressed to that level, but as you can see in all things, it's like, shall we take Supercross for instance? Mm-hmm. The riders are getting faster because the bikes are getting faster. Mm-hmm. But if you've only ever rode bikes that move at that speed, that's the speed you move at. Yep. So if they've come into the sport later yep. to see a futuristic version of the sport that we're we're now commenting on, mm. would they not be... In, they've been introduced to this style of riding earlier, giving them more time to get better. Yeah, and I think the bikes, are, the development of the bikes has slowed right down. They're getting better each time. Definitely. It's just getting fine-tuned now, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And what you'll, see, you'll see any club trial now, you'll see your 10-year-olds, what they're trying to do, they're trying to hop on the back wheel from rock to rock to rock. That is their norm. Yes. Yeah, it's the new normal. They aspire. It's how 
Hey, it's called progression. That's what happens with every single sport. Mm-hmm. Um, with every every generation, the the bar goes higher and higher and higher mm-hmm. and higher. Well, I think that um, youth trials in, in in general. I think there is a strong contingent of youth riders, and there's some great clubs out there as well. Mm-hmm. I um, agree, and I think at the moment when you and I were trialing done, it was you two routes: hard route, hard route, uh, hard route, easy route. And you were a clubman, an intermediate, or an expert. That is it. Them are mm-hmm. your choices. Now... Yeah. For the adult trials. For the adult trials. Because there used to be oh, yes. youth trials. Youth, yeah. Youth only and trials, then yeah. adult trials. There was... Shall I say there's more trials in general? Was there more? Mm, no, I don't Or were there just youth clubs? Because we used to ride yeah. a lot at like, the Cheshire Centre youth, youth Club. Yeah. Yeah. We'd ride Close. at North Derby Youth Club. Yes. Uh, YMSA. Yes. Um, although YMSA adult level trials are... Um, for anybody that's been there, they are awesome. Just don't go there and think you can just enter expert because you've rode expert at another trial. Okay, another level. level. Why am I saying is like where? You but know, your your average club trial now caters for a much 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 wider. It does spectrum. It has rider. to, and that's why there is trials is booming. There is more people on trials. Of course, no no choice. But we've now got three routes and a fifty fifty on two of those. Nah. Four, five. Five yeah, routes. Sometimes. Five routes. Yeah, well, really you've got, we have white route, which is sportsman, clubman, inters. 50-50. Yeah. Expert. They've got everybody Man with sidecar. So man wearing wellies. You're basically saying big big van, <laughs> family full of people, everyone pulls a bike out and everyone's got a route. Yeah, everybody's choice. got a route to ride. but but That's good. It It's good, but it doesn't make it easy for the organiser. It doesn't, but it oh, makes no. it accessible and it grows the sport. There's It's a double-edged sword. Yeah, I get it. I get it. It is, but trials is booming. Trials is booming. Good? I think it's um, from a club trial perspective. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I take my hat off to anybody that has the time to set a trial, put a trial out, or even even look to organise a trial. Um, you these know, are the huns, unsung heroes. These are the unsung heroes of trials. These, without these people, there is no trials. No, people Fact. forget that bit. People honestly turn up and just think, oh, you know, the the trials pixies have put this on. No, that's not true. People yeah. don't forget that. I think there's a lot of people actually that do. I go back Remember that. that. They, they appreciate it. I, think... I was taught from a young age to uh, thank your observer. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, totally. Say good morning, thank them. If yeah. you finish the trial, go back to the... I used to hand my number in when I was a kid and then ride back to the section with a flask. Yeah. Like, especially you know, on some of the winter trials. Christ. They're pulling the flags at the end. They're cold, they're hungry. Yeah. They're taking the bibs home. They're washing them. They're ironing them. These... Are the salt of the earth. We wouldn't be trials. here if it wasn't. We, yeah, we wouldn't be sat here because we we're, we're so, sat here because so of their. We, we've got efforts. to give a massive big up the all of the salute. clubs, all of the observers, all the unsung of the people. silent heroes, Absolutely. the secretaries now who have to deal with the entries. I mean, that's yep. we could have a whole podcast. Let's be honest, on just that. we had a we had a, a light touching on Sport eighty in one of the previous episodes, and and let's be honest, can you imagine? So we we were looking at Sport eighty from a, an entry point of view, mm-hmm. and we're like, you know sat there smashing her head against the keys thinking, why can't I just get entered in this trial? Yeah. And then we're forgetting that there's somebody other, on the other end. Dealing with it. Dealing with the entries coming in. Well, we've just had a uh, shout out to South Shropshire MCC, my club. We've, we put the Vic Britain on. We say we, a load of great people. <laughs> uh, Mark Wells and Jim Teague, um, as amongst others. But They comment often on the videos. Yeah. <laughs> and Jim, uh, the secretary, has just had to deal with just entries, I think it nearly sent him over the edge, you know. It was they were coming in, they were coming in. I think it's, it's easy just, if you can just enter on the day where where is a trial that can. Yeah. It just makes life a lot easier. It does. 
It does. But I don't for say the Vic Britain or the Fisher that's happened. These recently. are big trials that people know you what do they're doing. Likes of the Benrose, perhaps it is. Yeah, you've got to get your... you. You need some kind of perhaps yeah. pre-entry, but yeah, Benrose is a good one. I think that's coming up reasonably soon. It is uh, obviously when this goes out, the first two episodes would have been out back to back mm -hmm. as in week on week on mm -hmm. um simply because we're well giddy and we want to give trials people what they need uh, and what they need is uh content mm. um so hopefully you are enjoying the podcast if you are enjoying the podcast by the way send us uh send us your thoughts and feelings we um, do like to know uh, we like feedback we like feedback constructive yeah. criticism yeah. and please share all you, the patterns yeah. share sharing's caring isn't it yeah or Definitely. if you do like it just go well done nice. yeah yeah nice one basically if you're not into it, with Jump your on. thick skin, tell us. <laughs> tell us, yeah. <laughs> Go for it. Yeah. Go for it. You'll notice I'm, I am not against a good argument in the condiment. We're, there's going to be lovers and haters. Yeah, there is. There's a, and, and we're lovers, <clears throat> you know. I'm a lover, not yeah. a fighter. Um, but the... I think the whole thing about the club scene right now is I think the club trials are booming. Mm -hmm. we, we want more. Definitely. Like, I know, you know, there's being greedy, but there's like... Grab it with both hands. If you've just got into trials and you're listening to this right now and you've just bought a bike, don't be afraid. Come, <laughs> join us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, on any Sunday, there is literally five to eight options if yeah. you're willing to travel yeah. between half an hour and two hours. I mean, obviously at Trials Day, um, we're getting people come in who have never ridden a trials bike. Brilliant. They're wanting to, I, I just see what trials is about. Yeah. yeah. But I get a lot that are going, I want to start trials, but before I go and buy a bike and kit and everything and then realise I've got a clue what I'm doing, no, it's not for me, I'm going to come and have a go. Yeah. There's a lot of people, it's amazing, they'll come to a couple of the trial schools, as you know, Dan, they'll then yeah. go, and, we, we advise, go and buy this bike. What's your budget? I've got two grand. Right, this. Da -da -da -da. Yeah, this, yeah. And then they, you know, they're going. And what club are you going to? Where do you live? Right, I'll go there. What do I do then? Well, go and and just introduce and go. I've, I've never if you walk up to, if you come to a trial, so so when <clears throat> thinking back now, a long time ago, my first uh, my first experience of a motorcycle trial for me, not for my dad, because my dad did. Uh, he was um, a mechanic at motocross GP level, and he rode beach races. Uh, he's done Western, he's done the Blackpool Beach Race, he'd done Southport Beach Race back when they were all yeah, yeah, used to yeah. it. It was like a big beach race series in the UK it back was. in the like late nineties. Yeah. Uh so yeah, early nineties, sorry. Barmouth. Uh Barmouth, he's done Barmouth, yeah. Yeah. Um and he did all of those beach races, but he also he rode he was uh my dad won the Vic Britain in the Clubman class. Really? Yeah, man, cool. on an RTL. Nice. Which mm. if you're gonna win a trial, ride an RTL. an RTL. Uh he wasn't on a Ben Butterworth spec RTL. Uh, I mean, who is? Who, rider, I mean. Wow. <laughs> who is? I mean, who if, is on that if bike? If you could teleport him back in time, he'd be world champion on uh, that yeah, bike. Yeah, on that, on that bike, Lejeune would be fighting him in the car park to ride it. Um, yeah, but... H HRC, call Ben. <laughs> yeah, he may as well be. He's so bespoke. By, by the way, we're recording this and he's still sat watching us. Um, <laughs> he's shaking his head and thinking he's, shaking he's, his head. he's smiling. But yeah. the uh, it's a quiet smile, a soft smile, a smile <laughs> any woman would love. Um, and... <laughs> And basically, anyway, road basically riding an RTL during that period was very difficult because it was a tank. Um, but when he originally, my dad wanted me to ride motocross, mm -hmm. be, but I was way too much of a flower child back then. You know, I was just, a flower child. You know, a bit. Too, I was a yeah. I wasn't as aggressive as what I, I could. I was. He was a dainty lad. I was a dainty youth. You he know, was, he was slender. I was. He was um, not a brute. And, I know he's turned into a bit, but, <laughs> but the bike was gonna, definitely going to knock me about more okay. than the other way around, you know? Yeah. And 
So we went and did a se- uh, did a season of motocross uh, riding for the Wally Wasps club. Which oh, was, Wally Wasps. Yeah. Brilliant club. Uh, unfortunately, though, full of really fast people. Yeah, Ray <laughs> Rosen, who's my buddy from back. Yeah, yeah Ray, yeah, yeah. Pinned. And if you turned up there going, I've never done this before. Well, and I'm well mate, scared. They'd go, and yeah. you use grip. Yeah, yeah. And I was, you, I was used as grip. If you go to a trial and say, I've never done this before, I guarantee you somebody will go, right, don't worry, follow me. I'll explain how it goes. Make your brew. Yeah. They, they, they are, they it was a lot more welcoming. Basically, I was it riding around in my... And, it's worth noting, I mean, I send no end of, of the beginner riders from Trials Day. They've got the bike, they've got the kit, they've come and had some lessons, they're away to go. And now there's the Dead Easy Trials. Yes. Oh, that is the and best that ever. is the best introduction ever to competitive trials. Man. Popping over Man 17. Man 17, do some cracking ones. Dead Easy ones. Series. They do a road, uh, a Dead Easy road trial. Yeah. And it awesome. does what a dead easy road team. trial. Yeah, awesome. It teaches you how to ride through flags and understand yeah. the rules. It's brilliant. There's never been a better intro into it. Trials rules. A lot of these combined things is why trials is booming. Yeah, it's yeah. accessible and it's it's well easy to understand yeah. as well, yeah. boys. I think we'll agree that people, trials rules are pretty pretty easy, pretty straightforward, mm-hmm. pretty straightforward. And people are falling in love with the sport. Hence, they're wanting the nice posh kit with all the nice logos. It's their hobby. It's their thing. Mm. It's like, their day off. Some like it's watching day football, off. some like watching cricket, some like rugby. Yeah. Some just love trials. Nothing more than talking about trials on a podcast. I trials. know, right? And that hour <laughs> flies by. It really does. Um, obviously, if you are listening to this right now, this episode's sponsor, uh, if you've got this far, thank you very much, is the lovely people at Sorry UK, which uh, Sandy knows very well, of course. Me, myself, and I. Me, myself, and I. Sora, though, a brand that was um, actually came on the scene during the early 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, worn Who by was the br- rider then? Diego Bossis. Big name. Big name. Big, big name. Big name. Massive. Great talent. Oh, big my massive. God. And then they also made the, um, it was the SO Ultron kit that was for Joachim Hindren. Do you remember that bike? Wow. Yep. The green gas gas. Yeah. Wow. A bright green. I'm also going to... Was it vomit green? It, <laughs> it was, was fire, Kermit, wasn't it? Kermit you remember? green. Kermit was it purple better. and green? Kermit green. Yeah. Uh, and gold. Yeah. Yeah. It was It was not the... They had like a weird off-colour front mudguard. They were rad. No two matched, I think. It was... <laughs> it was uh, I think what they did was basically they said to Sora, can you make us some bespoke kit to match our really, really terrible looking bikes? Pedro, <laughs> Pedro's plastics weren't consistent. I think they weren't really like 10 no. shades of green. They were um, making custom kit back then. And I think then the the Sora brand had faded away for whatever reason. Um and Ricard, who uh, you know, who owns Sora in Spain, is based uh, up in the mountains above Barcelona. He he revived the name. He bought the name. Um, he grew up as a kid following those riders. Very passionate about trials. So he's resurrected it. And Sora was resurrected. I think that uh, applaud that about man four years ago. Applaud that yeah. man. Yeah. That is fantastic. And, if you and, are wondering, by the way, Sora actually stands for sand in Catalan. In and Catalan. The two, and the two Not, little dots is him and his mates. They ride holding together. hands, going out riding going together. Going out for a ride together. That's quite. It's quite majestic, isn't it? In yeah. buddies going for a ride. <laughs> Sandy's just looking at the logo now. Imagine, imagine him, him and Ben Butterworth riding across. I, I, I don't know. What's that? Into, I the lonely, into the sunset. I, I, I thought the O was more like, um, you know, like a like a ladybird. No, like a, a butterfly's head with the two little antennae. It's also like a bit of a face. It does look like a face. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But if you are wondering, well, this is not the illustration to... podcast. No. <laughs> 
This is not uh, art, art time with Dan Stu and Sandy. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Talk about a tangent. Um, but we, uh, well, I mean, obviously we've touched on club trials there and <clears throat> the excellent work that has been done around the UK and yep. also around Europe. And I know there's there'll be a lot of listeners... Um, TrialTube's actual, I say, consumer base has got a 30% coverage over in the States as well. Cool. So um, really? drop us an email and tell us and how... Australia's trial scene is booming. Yeah, Australia's trial, trial as scene is booming as well. Canada's. I've got a few buddies over there um, up in British Columbia who, you know, what they do with trials bikes and the terrain they ride on is insane. I mean, they, 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 exactly. I mean they're struggling the for stuff to ride on, aren't they? Got, gosh. Those rock rolls that I would normally ride wow. down on a mountain wow. bike, you just go up on a... Oh. So there, there, and then that's what we're noting more and more. There is a great crossover with trials and the off-road cycling fraternity. Most definitely. I think certainly uh, in my little bubble in Shropshire, there's so many mountain bikers and I'm just trying to drag them in. Mm. I've got pretty much a spare bike... Come and have a go on this. Come and have a go yeah. on this. And we get quite and a it, lot passing through trials. It day pulls and them in. They're cool. They're nice guys. They're nice. The more, the merrier. What are you, when you are like we went to Sheffield, yeah, and we bump into faces. Maybe faces we've not seen for ten years or even mm-hmm. twenty years. It's like you saw them last week at the trial. Mm-hmm. It's lovely, isn't it? You're just like, ah, yeah, nothing changes. Know. I think You're just uh, bantering away, and it, yeah. that's lovely. Community. It is a community, it's proper. and it's a nice one. No, I think there's not too much bitchiness. No, there's not really, unless you ride non-stop. Anyway, (laughs) (laughs) that's three episodes, Ben. I got it into three episodes. Can I just say, I like non-stop. It's whatever blows your frock up, guys. And I like stop. I like it all. I I I like it all. Okay, so do you know do you know what my problem is with no stop? Right, go on. It's the people. Get off. (laughs) No, you're not. Don't get this the wrong way. Okay, don't get it wrong. I love people that ride trials, okay? I like trials riders. I like talking about trials. I like pre-65. I like twin shock. I like all of it. I don't like the poisonous people that think that it's okay to just basically, shall we say, have a negative view about the progression of the sport because it's not as good as what it was when I was alive. This, I know, the sports, the, you, you, there's so many different tangents to the sport and it's exactly, all good. Exactly. You know what I don't like about no stop on. The ones that stop and hop around and still get a clean. <laughs> stop and hop around and get a clean. I, that yeah. really rattles me. Oh, mate, this, when I'm that not going to say who, but there's a select moving, bunch but of But they're bobbling the head round and they think, it's like, <laughs> no, you fucking stopped to five. <laughs> yeah. but, ah! but ultimately, there's several ways to skin a cat and trials yeah. as a whole. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. true. And it, it depends on the event. Also, the if you're going to enforce the rules, if you're going to run yes. a no-stop event... Make it non yeah. Make it non-stop. Yes. And it's also about having the sections spinning, set out so five. they're feasible to be done non-stop. And uh, let's be honest, if you set a 180 corner around a bunch of rocks and somebody goes into the corner and does six hops and pulls off and they pull off with a clean, that ain't non-stop. It's not. Mm. And if that corner is not cleanable, just put your foot down, take the one... There and will be it. talented no-stop riders that will old-school it around the corner. And they you know will. what? They will, I they'll will. just go, they'll pick the front wheel up, yeah. they'll pivot around on the back wheel non-stop. And Big body it. movement. Am I right, Ben? Yeah. Bernie, Bernie Schreiber. Schreiber. Yes. Bernie Schreiber. See? Absolutely. These riders. Check out. And so like, there's a little bit of rules need enforcing a little stronger. The, this is what the argument has been with... The I can't believe we're getting into this conversation. This is what the ar- argument has been with the enforcement of it yeah. at the World Championship level mm-hmm. is because you cannot 
observe no stop. It's very difficult. Fairly. And continuity from observer to observer. No, you can't. And and, yeah. and it's unfair Without having putting a that pressure on the, on the observer. And a light on the handlebars. It's impossible. It is That's impossible. a good idea, is that? I know, right? Just thought about that one there. You can patent that. Boom. I like that. So, whilst we've been on this podcast, he was, he breaking news. Oh, go on. Breaking news. Come on, Ben. Well, by the way, we've got a man in the chair. Mm. <laughs> so, he's feeding us information. He's feeding us information. And on this... In this moment, right now, we have just found out live that the World Championship has gone to stop allowed and you are allowed to go backwards just like the British Championship is right now. On a time limit. That makes sense. FIM, I tip my cap. When did that rule just... They were just eavesdropping this conversation. Just now, whilst we're having this conversation. Like, literally 30 seconds ago. No. What timing? Amazing. But of course, when this podcast comes out, no, you've already known that. You already know that when <laughs> this comes out. I might make the second, the third, or might even make this the first. Like, oh, I, no, might just, right. I might just put take a soundbite out. out of this. Yeah, I'll take a soundbite out of this. So, um, mm. so, yeah, basically, we've just found out that the uh, World Championship, of, uh, so the FIM, nice work. Uh, is Terry Michaud still in charge? Do we know? They must have had an influx <laughs> Get on of, Google, ben. of common sense somewhere. Well, there Could was common sense another... Obviously, we no. spoke about this on True. the first uh, first episode. We spoke about yep. this. Throwbacks to 2023. Yes. The King of Trials, mm-hmm. Tony Bo, yes, was on Spanish TV and in Spanish press saying that if something isn't done about the rules, then they're trials, they're going to kill the sport. Fair play to the man for speaking up. And, yeah. We're, yeah. We're, he was the right man to influence it. Yep. The man. Let's be honest. The... If you are a legend of the sport, mm-hmm. an anomaly in time that we're living in this way, I'm just being passed, Ooh, we've this been off passed info. Here we go. Yeah. Oh, Terry Michaud, okay, FIM Trial Commission Director, stated mm-hmm. global conditions have changed considerably since pre-65. No, I'm joking. That was that was <laughs> that was me. That was me. That's got nothing to do with him. That was me. Um, Priceless. Since I stopped riding and got beaten by Jordi Towers. No, still that's me. That's nothing to do with Terry Michaud. Um, <laughs> A majority of manufacturers and a number of riders expressed their desire for the greatest possible freedom in expressing their enormous technical abilities in the sections with the main aim of putting on a show. Um, mm, that's correct. basically why anybody would watch high-level sport, correct? Yes. Well, I say fair play to him for even like listening and changing direction. They that... perhaps had no choice in the matter. Perhaps all the riders and all the manufacturers went... Got Pack together. It in or, or was we setting go. up on his own. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, you've, oh, it almost happened in Formula One. Yeah. I know it almost happened in Supercross. Yeah. If and enough golf. people stand together yeah. and mm-hmm. say, stop making this podcast. You are ruining. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, <laughs> we'll carry on anyway. Oh, we'll well, carry on anyway. Keep filming. Keep um, filming. Uh, to this end, the FIM has decided that its trial GP organizations will focus primarily on visibility and the quality of the show put on. Basic, by the way, I've got to Make applaud. Make it the, a show. Yeah, I've got yep. to applaud the FIM because this year, for the mm-hmm. first time, Trials was live streamed from every round of the World Championship. Yeah. Fair dues. Which is fair. Who yeah. was the commentator? Who was? I have no idea. Some dodgy Stokey youth. Some jockey. Some some dodgy youth that basically got... Uh, actually, no, the first commentator compared uh, Tony Bow to a mountain goat. So There you go. I, I muted him. <laughs> Does... <laughs> And the second one, no, I didn't. <laughs> no, you had him on game. It's full of it. Does, does, does full that of crap. Commentator, commentator used silly words like fiasco. 
Uh, the first one did, yeah. Oh. I like Fiasco Total. Oh, I've lost, I've lost it, I've lost it. Goodness that's, me. The, um, anyway, that's good news. So what good news, eh? That's really positive. A that really positive, positive news. Well done to the FIM. Yeah, I'll finish reading it. Okay. We may as are well. We getting, are we getting the real version? And we'll get the real version. We're getting the real version. A bit more of the real version okay. right now. Um, the FIM looks forward to an exciting 2024 season. Regulations for the FIM for the 24... FIM Trial World Championship will be published in the coming days. Amazing. And in the coming days, so will I be. Oh, God. In your ears. <laughs> I'm basically <laughs> excited about the fact that um, that Trial GP has just gone, uh, well, we to report this live. We need to report that. Will prevails. At last... I'm guessing that Minders will be included this well, season also. Yeah, of course they will. Because if Brilliant. it's going stop and up, then it's just, I'm, and, I'm so excited. And it, it can be controlled through the time limit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's as it simple can. as that. I am absolutely, for lack of a better word, Fantastic. stoked. Sam. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, what we'll do is can't say that. Can't. We'll have to just sort of you know get a couple of rounds. Totally awesome. Get a couple of Nobody rounds. Says that anymore, get a couple of rounds under our belt and, and let's report back. See, definitely. See we'll see how we like. think. At the end of the day, all we can do as consumers of trial uh, mm -hmm. content, consumers mm -hmm. of trials videos, consumers of the sport, is just enjoy what's being put out there. Yeah, yeah. And there's a lot to enjoy. There is the a lot to enjoy. The bikes have never been better. The kit has never been better. The clubs have never been better. The coverage has mm. never been better. Yeah. I think that now it's, it's, it's... great. I think we've just... I'm going to say this, boys. You know, it might be a big statement or not, but I think that Trials has just reached a tipping point there. It's own, it's it's fantastic because where it's going. people say the good old days, but I think you'll find... I think we're in them. When I was... Definitely. Yeah, I think when I was, when I was a kid growing up at trials and you go to a world round i'm going to take hawkston park for mm -hmm. instance epic world round yeah um there'd be thousands of people on the hill you know yeah uh, if you watch any of those old <coughs> hawkston world videos, rounds yeah. duke videos or we just need the more coverage world rounds in britain we, oh we'd love a world round back in britain yes. but and obviously that takes some organization i know uh acu if you're listening or somebody if, if you by the way if you're part of the acu and you're listening to this then um oh, Stop listening to this podcast and get organised in a world round. Yeah, basically, um, Jake could do it. Yeah, Jake could do it. You know, it's just part I think, of the I think thing. if you are the ACU, get some really enthusiastic trials mad people in involved uh, involved in cracking trials on. Don't just get somebody who's been good at road racing or motocross and then mm -hmm. right, you're in, in charge of trials. You know what? No, don't do that. Again, get somebody who's trials mad. I, yeah. I don't ever say this, but what the hell's going on? Again, I've got to applaud the FIM. Wait, I'll, said what now? I've got to applaud the FIM. Oh, God, I feel like I'm going to vomit. <laughs> I, like, I've got to applaud the FIM because, by the way, I do like the FIM. I'm just like saying that in previous years, the, the riders weren't listened to as well. They weren't, the, the riders but weren't. In the last um, five yeah, years, yeah. the FIM have just done a, a like, a, reached a pivotal point as I well. I think they needed to. They Even, realized yeah. it. Even me, them doing doing the common, even me doing the commentary, mm. there was no one more shocked no. than me. Well, perhaps they're listening to public opinion. Well, that's nice. So if you and are the, the public that swayed that opinion, teams. great work. Um, hey, maybe. Can you imagine maybe. if the ACU what, did the same? What, out of all the manufacturing and everything, what's the newest thing that's walked in? KTM. Mm. Oh. Maybe yeah. they've come in and gone, stop it now. Oh, God, I feel like... <laughs> 
I feel like if you just listened to that live, by the way, that wasn't a sound effect. That was actually Stu Day. Yeah. Um, slapping me. <laughs> slapping me. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. But you know what? They, because, you know, I, I only got the job there because people had reached out to people and said, oh, why don't you give this lad a go? And we're in a digital age where everybody can. Yeah. It's everybody, progressive. It's progressive. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, that's really, really good. And so if, happy if, times. The, if the ACU did the same and... I know there's a lot of organization in part, and we've said just how good the clubs are, especially the clubs that mm -hmm. then rise to the higher level to run something like a British Championship Definitely. or yeah. take on a World Championship, running a World Championship. Or promoting youth trials. There's so many clubs that just oh, I mean, focus uh, on youth trials. We've got to give a shout out to Andy Rich. He has poured his heart and soul into looking after the little that's, electric That's the guys kids. from uh, MK Off-Road, by the yeah. way. Okay. He uh, and Kaz, uh, they have... They run their own championship just for the Aussies. Just yeah. to bring the little ones in. Fantastic. And, and that's that's just fantastic. We've got Langoslin Club doing a very similar thing. Yeah, there's and Nod Wales Club. They're, they've got a whole Welsh kind of youth championship. Yep. Um, you know, big shout out to Sean King, who, who literally stays up all night just making that stuff happen. Yet again, the good people behind the, the unsung heroes of trials. I'm gonna. Yes. I might even call this episode like something like the unsung heroes of trials because that's what we're kind of yeah, reporting totally. on right now. You've got, you've got, you know, you, you observe that come out, come rain or shine. You've got your Mark Critchlows of the world, the nicest woman oh my in trials. Goodness. She's yeah. a legend. There. Yeah. Um, these these people. Mark, need, if you're listening right now, your they, they Majesty need rides to better be than my dad. These people <laughs> are what keep the sport alive. It's nice to see at the high end. Yep. Things are changing for the better. Um, like I said earlier, the bikes are evolving, the sport's evolving, and it's all going in the right direction. So it's are the lovely. people. The people are just yeah. what make the sport. We There is more schools around than there ever was. We, we couldn't have gone to an experience day or a school. Do you know what I think, they though? I think at the top, okay, I think there's been... Oh, God, here we go. I'm going to do it again. Oh, gosh. I think there's been an oil change at the top. I think Do you mean good some analogy. Old farts have died and, and some new <laughs> yeah. bloods come in. I think there's been some Maybe. new blood, yeah. some new blood, which is helping because when I was uh, a B class rider, there was, uh, shall we say, like an AGM meeting held at Brecon Rocks to decide whether youth trials was going to go no stop or stay stop and hop back in 2000. And there was a vote taken. Mm -hmm. uh, of all the youth riders and your A class, your B class, your C class were all there. It was at the, I think it was the youth experts. I think that's what it was called. Mm. The youth experts trial at Bracken Rocks held by Mansfield Morn Club. Um, shout out to Terry. Turned out some amazing riders. Turned out some fantastic riders. And um, after we'd had this vote, uh, I can't remember who the representative of the ACU was that was there to record the minutes of the meeting for the, um, for it. For the for the, for that meeting, um, I'm just being told in my ear it was Pete Beardmore on the day. Pete Beardmore, what Pete a Beardmore legend he was! He was a legend, Lovely indeed. Guy. However, Cheadle Club had this massive. There was this big vote taken, and all of the youth riders voted. And it was for me. It was. I tell you now, it stayed with me in seminal moment. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was a mm -hmm. moment in my riding career. The moment when my riding career died, it because they took it was took a vote. All the youth riders voted to stay stop and hop. 
And this is where my rooted seed of my problem is with the no stop, oh, by the way. That's why you've got that inbuilt that's anger. Why I've, that's why I've got this so... Is pen talk. Oh, this is good. This is like therapy. This Release. Is, this is the pressure. a counselling session <laughs> for you, isn't it? It is a counselling session for me, yeah. Get it off your chest. Go I'm on. airing my dirty laundry online. Do Go on. Go Some on. people do worse online. Sandy's just pulled his hat over his eyes. That's another platform. (laughs) It's another platform. It's only one conversation. Anyway, we had the vote. The vote was 99.9% stay, stop, and up for the youth riders. Mm -hmm. And guess what the ACU did? It's the easiest. Really? Oh, yeah. What, even though there was a vote? Oh, even though there was a vote. So why did you have a vote? Why did you have a vote? To make us feel special, Sandy. the government. It does a bit, doesn't it? Um, Next episode. How politics? It, it, <laughs> how nice though. There is common sense. It is the easiest rules to observe by it a is. mile. Mm-hmm. It is easily the trials can flow because they're simple. Even at club level, they can enter. It can give every observer a stopwatch. It's, it's, they're not even expensive. Listen, we're everybody's, having this conversation right now, but online people are just getting mad right now about the rule change. Well, There'll definitely be another hey, side to the coin. Um, hey. But we can't fix that. Uh, but again. Great food for thought. Do you know what my mum mm-hmm. used to tell me? Go on. You can please some of the people all of the time, but you can't please all of the people. All... No, is it? What's it go like? Dave, what is it? You can please some of the people all the time, all of the people. Some of the time. Some of the time. But never all the people all the time. Yeah, yeah that was right. pretty good, eh? You got then it in the end, didn't you? In the end. Yeah. Woo. I'll tell you what, that wasn't an easy we'll have one. That, we'll have that written on screen for you. <laughs> Translation. <laughs> I'll have it coming up in, uh, it coming up in captions <laughs> underneath. All right, we'll have it. Stop. Just a, stop. Like, <laughs> no, I think you got there in the end. Yeah. But the, but, well, you just can't please everybody, can you? So, you know I, what? Die you, trying. You, and some people will never be happy no matter what. No. As long as they've got a hole in the bum, they'll never be happy. <laughs> you, know, you, you know. That was also one of my mum's sayings. Yeah. <laughs> could, Love me, mum. There's some other ones as well. I think Ben Butterworth came out with an absolute blind oh, earlier on. He said he was so angry. It made My his piss fist. <laughs> Charles' conversation, by the way. He was so angry that he made his pee fizz. Yeah, yeah that, was, that was pretty good. I enjoyed that. Um, well, on that bombshell, I think we need to start and wrap this episode up. We've covered a heck of a lot of ground. Mm-hmm. Some important topics. Um, Club trials. We've had a news flash. Yeah. Club trials. Live new f- news flash that's late by the time that this... Uh, live matter. news flash that's two weeks old. It don't, uh, it don't matter. But it was a very good, uh, very good moment here on set. And again, a huge thank you to Sorry UK for the support for this, um, for this episode, and also uh, everything and thank that you, you for do. What you're doing to the sport, I think it's brilliant what you're doing. Well, thank you very much for saying so. I appreciate it. But I think uh, it's all down to, to everyone who gives an F and puts a bit back in. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think they're also. I think if if any singular brand or any singular one brand steps up, then it makes everybody, it makes else, everybody else level up. Too right. I think we also need to um, thank everybody who has. If you're on episode three, well done. Thank you for listening. You're still with us. And sticking with us. Thanks. Wow. Uh, yeah, we we're going to try and keep this we going. We will endeavour to be uh, informative, daft mm-hmm. as a brush, and hopefully make you giggle in places. Yeah, and def- probably uh, say yeah. the wrong thing at the right time. Well, yeah. <laughs> or, or just be clueless on some things. And, and Yeah, I'm hoping to get educated during mm. this because I tried it through the school system and they failed. I'm learning tons. <laughs> well, as always, um, you can catch up with the Trial Tube podcast on Spotify, Apple, and YouTube. The, yes, the YouTube channel is always good, where you actually don't get to only listen to us; you get to also see our ugly mugs. See our ugly mugs. Um, fab. 
and the dog. Face for um, radio. <laughs> you can't see the dog on Spotify. <laughs> you cannot. He, he, he doesn't say a lot. I think no, no, put... no. You can watch it on Spotify, but okay. it's not in as good quality. Ah, okay. If you watch oh, it on okay. YouTube, okay. it's in 4K. Okay. And if you watch um, it on Spotify, we're open, to, we're open to any suggestions or comments. Email us. Um, email us. Slide into or, our DMs. Or good old-fashioned, um, you know, we're on um, Instagram and Facebook. Mm -hmm. uh, it's at TrialTube. At TrialTube, info at, at trialtube.co.uk for the email as well. Sandy, you can catch up with Sandy at uh, at the trailhead. Is it? At tra yeah, or at sora.uk. That's yeah, the one. And, and, and I'm Stu Day. You can hit me up um, at trialstay.com. Well, once again, thank you very much for listening. Uh, if you're driving, don't crash into anything. And see you later. <clears throat>